Welcome to the I Am Power Hour, soul-stretching success with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We're the Soul Stretching Sisters, here to remind you that you are a star with a hit song to sing as you create greater. Aspire higher, live a whole lot larger, as we'll share stories, have a few laughs, maybe even some aha moments, as we help you feel more motivated, bark your spirit, and unleash your powered up, pumped up, I am possibilities. The soul stretch version, of course. So get ready to have some fun as we help you build up some serious spiritual muscle and accelerate to an abundant life, that life you deserve. Let's roll with the I Am Power Hour. Hee-haw. <laughs> hey, I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm here with Terry J. Walker, the host of I Am Power Hour. Hey, it is great to have you here. Look, folks may or may not know who you are, but, you know, Sneak Peek says this. You're a person called into this world to help other people know that we can do a little soul stretching and get a whole lot of return on our investment from it. And that's what today is about, too, because folks have heard your story. They've heard you talk about your life. And then just when you think it just can't get any worse, (laughs) you get knocked down. Right. And it's so funny because remember we did the show. Sometimes you're the windshield. Sometimes you're the bug. Yes. Yes. So tell everybody what we're talking about today. Well, you know, if, if one thing's for certain, every time you think you might have it going on, things change in the blink of an eye. And they certainly have here in the state of Tennessee, uh, through Nashville, through Wilson County, through Smith County, and through Putnam County. Uh, it's been a pretty devastating time. Last week, we had a tornado come through. It came through my neighborhood and affected it. It did some damage to my house, but... Uh, I'm still here and I'm blessed to the fact that um, I can still live in my house and it's not going to have to be demolished. There's a lot of people that were hurt and injured and we lost a lot of lives. Yeah. So it's a pretty sad time here right now. And, but the thing is we're still standing and it has brought community together. It has brought a love and I've met more neighbors than I ever had before. And it's brought a love and a compassion out. People have come up and asked to pray. They've brought us food and water. We were without power and gas and heat for days. Um, And so with that, it's just truly a rejuvenation of understanding that there still is love out there, no matter how much divisiveness is going on in the country and how much hate that is going on in various places throughout the world and wars and famine and feast, that you can still stand up and survive. And the fact that we're still here today and the fact that I'm still standing today means I've got more to do. And that means the rest of us do as well. There's no kidding about that sister whatsoever. We were just talking about this in the last hour about you can knock me down, but you cannot knock me out. You are not knocking me out. You can knock me down, but you're not knocking me out. And let me just share a little wisdom that I got 
long time ago from somebody. You could never know what it's like. Your blood like winter freezing just like ice. Yes. And there's a cold, lonely light that shines from you. You'll wind up like the wreck you hide behind that mask you use. And you think this fool could never win. Well, look at me. I'm coming back again. I got a taste of love in a simple way. And if you need to know, while I'm still standing, you just fade away. Benny, and I know you got that track. Elton John, the man. I love it. And that those are the lyrics or a part of the lyrics to the song, I'm Still Standing, right? Yes, better than right? I ever did. Better than, and, and then he goes on to say that, you know, I'm still standing better than I ever did, looking like a true survivor, right? Feeling exactly. like a little kid. I'm still standing after all this time, picking up the pieces of my life without you on my mind. Now, I want to say that that is a metaphor for all of the things that happen to us in life that seems so wrong, but in the scheme of things, they're taking us to a new place. You know what people don't know? Let's share this with folks. Even in the midst of all of that, you were asked to do a talk and a workshop yesterday. Yes. And this is the part that we don't share that often with people because we don't have a real scenario. But you are creating something new, soul-stretching success, right? Yes. Uh, you're creating, of course, an extension of Resume of Life. And so as part of that, you have been asked to speak and you went to speak yesterday. Yes. Now, folks don't know how hard that was for you to prepare for that and show up. If you've seen the pictures, and I think Olivia's putting some of them up on Facebook now, if you've seen the devastation in Tennessee, if you have seen that, if you've seen the heartbreak from people, <clears throat> and then you could have easily canceled, but yes. you didn't. Tell me I, about what that was like, Terry. I couldn't cancel. I know. You know, and, and a couple of people asked me, why don't you just tell them you can't do it? And I said, that is not the person and that is not the truth of who I am. And if I'm still standing, this is the time to do it. But the key to part of this was they wanted me to motivate them. They wanted inspiration and they wanted motivation. That's what they hired me to do. And to bring that and to bring training and, and to have a keynote with them and, and to do all those things. And I will tell you, over the course of the last week, standing in the rubble, it changes a person. And I kept thinking, how am I going to do this? I didn't have any power. I was having to take care of my own business. I was trying to help my uh, neighbors to pick up some of the pieces with them as well. And all the while, knowing in the back of my mind, I had this coming. And was I ready? Could I have been ready? What would I do? And what would I say? And again, standing in that rubble, it changes a person. You know, you have some survivor's guilt. I didn't have near the damage that three houses down did or my back door did. 
So why, why did they get hit worse than I did? And I had a guy come up here just before our show started who was looking at my back porch and fence. And he said, girl, you must be living right. That's all I've got to say because you do have damage, but you don't have near what your neighbors do. And I said, I know it. And he said, we've got people that are hurt here and we've got people over in Putnam County that, you know, have lost their lives. Families have been lost. And so it's been a devastating week in all aspects of that. But I have to say, Dr. Pat, even when people talk to me prior to this, this talk that I had to prepare to go do, and I was, I felt I wasn't prepared, but I knew I had to do it because that's who I am. And that's true undoubtedly soul stretching that, and I got up there and I told him I said I don't know exactly what we're going to do today and we may fly by the seat of our pants but we're going to do this and we did and so it happened and two and a half hours later they were coming and thanking me for it but where was that motivation where did I have to get it where what gave me the strength to stand up there and try to motivate people when I knew that I'd been standing in rubble the whole past week it where looks do you like think a that came from where, where let's talk about where, where do that you comes think that from. came from well I, you know I know for me it comes from okay. spirit it comes from the God yes. of my understanding I know that's the case for me now although I, I that's not that's not the way I felt all my life though but I True. do know that now. You know, I'm one of these people that I live in the state of Washington now, and I am in that category when people look at you and they say, if you're this, 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 and this, don't even go to the grocery store, right? Right. And so here you are, and you're faced with this, and you could sit and whine about it, or you could think what and what is it that i'm called to do in this time here now and then what can we do to help others but what you did in the middle of that disaster was you probably touched somebody's heart you may have even saved a life right because i can't tell you how many people showed up at the right time to save my life Yes. And I talked to them about that yesterday. And I talked to them about the power of the I am and the spirit and the soul stretching success, if you will. And I talked to them about the habits and I talked to them about how to break their snooze button habit for good. And I talked to them about how to be a leader, you know, and how to stand up in the face of disaster. And more than anything, because I knew that they were facing a lot of change and they are facing a lot of change. But the theme around it all talked about change. But if you want to talk about change, change happens. It's going to happen. It's going to continue to happen. But some things change in the blink of an eye. They do. It happened to me last week. It happened to many people last week. And when those things happen, it's time that you have to rebuild, start your new chapter, reinvest, reinvent yourself and with that being said that's exactly what i'm trying to do but more than that i'm trying to help others to do that too you know dr pat we've had conversations numerous times and many shows that we've talked about things that have transpired in our lives and how we've been knocked out down and how we've had to get back up 
And this is a time truly for me, my neighbors and my community and the people across the state of Tennessee that was affected by this, that it's time to understand change is always going to happen. It doesn't matter, you know, what it is, whether you lose your job or you lose your finances or you lose your relationship or a, or a tornado comes through your life, either physically or emotionally, yeah. because I wrote about that in the book that I felt like a tornado had come through my life. Nobody could see all the pieces that I felt were around me, but I could feel them and I saw them. This on the physical aspect of a real tornado, I can see all the pieces and so can many others all of the debris, all of the things that have been lost, you know, stuff that's found miles and miles away from here. But the time comes when you have to stand up and reinvest, reinvent, and start your new chapter to rebuild. That's what this journey is about. That's what we learn on this journey. We're going to get knocked down, but what about those times that we succeed? We're going to have bad days, but we're also going to have some good days and that's what we need to keep striving for and not restrict ourselves, but expand ourselves, expand yeah. and evolve and grow because our purpose is to reach toward our greatest, truest and highest self. And the only way to do that is to continue to rebuild and to move through the rubble and build again and build again and make this place a better brighter more loving place than it ever was when you came but it's better when you leave and that is the truth of the human spirit well you know what's also true about this here we didn't talk about this very much but you know when you go along a pathway and you start to see things happen to you right right and i think about that for myself as well as for you and you get to the point where you say you know what I've already paid my dues. And this was me back in 92 when I, when the job went away, you know, 24 and a half years, six months away from a full pension. Right. Right. But what I knew about that was another door was opening, but there's something you say to yourself when you have that weakest of moments where you forget the connection to the divine and something you say, where you say, you know what? Can it really even get any worse than this? And then it does. Then it does. And then it does. And this is really part of it. But you keep following the pathway. I mean, when I think about what you've done in this short period of time and what you've built and rebuilt and the trust you've had in us in helping you and, and coming out of the gate, with I am Terry J. Walker, a new look, a new feel, soul-stretching success, something new. And I think about how those dots got connected. You have got to believe that there's something operating other than your own ego. You've got to believe it. You got to believe it. You know, and I, and I put that in one of the soul-stretching principles, and it's about energy. And we have what, what I have labeled is the poverty-driven mind and the abundant-driven spirit. And once we start to overcome those things and, and believe in the trust, the trust that, that you just mentioned and having the trust within ourselves and to know that we have a power greater than us, all we have to do is allow it to help us. And that 
has been the greatest gift I have ever come across that I have ever been able to understand, but I had to learn and give in and surrender to it so that it could help me to carry on because that ego driven mind is going to keep you in a way of struggle. It's going to keep you struggling on down the path. Yes, you'll have some good days and you'll have some big wins and all of that, but it's not really worth it because you're always trying to do more and you can't seem to, to find that happiness and that joy and that peace and that love within when you're always searching on the outside. And so for me, I finally found that a few years back. And that's what I want to help other people to do too, is to learn that if you should learn to take care of yourself and you learn to expand and grow and evolve within yourself, your body and everything else has nothing else to cannot do anything else, but follow with that. And when that happens, the world around you changes because you begin to change the world. And that is what I'm trying to do now with soul stretching success with inspire and motivate with the power of I am and the I am power hour. Those are the messages that I have to give their messages of love and light and that anybody has, everybody has it and anybody can do it. Yeah. Terry, one of the things I wanted to ask you about um, was for folks that are just tuning in, you know, we're right here with Terry, Terry J Walker, who lives in Tennessee. And I, I know a lot of the folks here in Washington state, you know, we're consumed with what's going on here with, you know, COVID-19, right? Um, uh, clearly we are in a, what, what did Jay Inslee call it? Governor Inslee called it a state of emergency. And yet it doesn't mean we don't start looking out for people, right? So let me tell, let me tell you this story. Because there's something you and I have that's really interesting. And our listeners have it too. We have the most incredible listeners. When we hear something that is just off, I don't know how else to say it, Terry. Off. Something that don't sit well with us. Right? Right. You know, something where... Yeah. Did you really just put a bill on the floor to cut Medicaid in Tennessee? Did you really do that? But then there are other things. So I got fired up yesterday. I had a little soul stretching. Uh Oh, I know. So here we are in the middle of this virus and our governor comes out and he's talking all sorts of great things that he's going to do. He's going to defer the, he's going to waive the penalty. That we have for for the penalty we have was that you did you just play us a song right there I, was that benny was that you it wasn't me oh i'm just i i liked it whatever <laughs> that was i hope somebody's getting ready to shoot that out in the airways but here we are people are really in a situation and number one our small businesses got hit with the surtax that takes effect this quarter. So that's thing one. So he thing two is the governor comes out and he says, and we're going to waive all the penalty fees for the quarterly B&O taxes, which are ridiculous to begin with here, but we're going to waive the penalty fees. And then he had a but. Don't you love it when people just like blah, 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 then but, right? Yes. 
So here's his but. His but was, but you would have had to not had a late fee in the past 18 months. So let's just put a little half a brain on, Governor. The people that need the break the most are the people that have been struggling to pay those quarterly taxes every quarter, right? Right. But those are the people that have been late. But we're not going to give those folks a waiver for their late fees. Right. We're just going to say, nope, you people that struggle, you got to pay the late fees. And I thought to myself, you need to call them. But here's the thing. When you say yes to soul stretching, you are not going to be able to keep your mouth shut about stuff like that. No. No. Not you, not me. The minute, Terry, that you see something going on there in Tennessee that just doesn't look right to you, I know you're not going to be able to keep your mouth shut. No. No. Uh, I don't think I can either. I know our listeners can either. But we have to be aware enough. How was that audience yesterday? Because I'm thinking in the middle of that devastation that you all went through, are people able to stop long enough to one, listen? I know the woman I talked to, it was clear to me, she just couldn't wait till I got off that phone at the governor's office. But were they receptive? What was their emotional reaction to your talk yesterday, Terry? For the most part, I believe that most of them were receptive. I could see in some of them's eyes that I think it, just like any training that, you know, they come to with their company, they, they'd probably rather be somewhere else. But those are the people that, you know, maybe aren't ready to make a change. And, mm -hmm. and there are people out there that aren't ready to hear what I have to say <laughs> or what you have to say. Yeah, I know. You know I know always... they're not ready to hear what I got to say. I could tell but, you that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope somewhere along the line that they, they picked up on something. And later, they may remember more. Because it's, you cannot ever underestimate the power of planting a seed. And that's what I know that I did in a lot of people's hearts. And I know that in between, that there were those who were very receptive who came up to me. Some were almost in tears when they came to speak to me afterward. And they said, you touched my heart and I needed to hear this message today. Like I said, not everybody's always ready to hear a message, but don't ever underestimate the power of planting a seed because that's hugely significant because they might not get it right now today, but a month from now, there may be something that impacts their life that it may come back forward to help them. And, and so we talked about that yesterday and we talked about your habits and, and how do you nourish yourself and your spirit and, and what kind of thoughts do you think as far as positive and negative? And I even kind of got off on the fact of, you know, how we restrict ourselves in our body and how constrictive we become with our thoughts and our negativity and our stress and our doubts and our fears. And the body has no other alternative but to follow and that makes you have muscle spasms or autoimmune diseases or gastrointestinal diseases and things like that cardiovascular diseases. 
So we talked a little about that. And if they didn't get it that way, I also talked about nourishing your plant. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't water and fertilize your plants and give it the nourishment it needs, what happens to those roots? They draw up and they eventually die and the plant dies. It's kind of the same with us. If you're not nourishing your spirit, if you're not nourishing yourself with the proper nutrition, the proper thoughts, the proper uh, ways of doing things and improving yourself in a good, healthy way, your body has no other alternative but to follow and it's going to be sick and start breaking down as well. And we've had this conversation, you and I have, on a previous show, but that's truly the way it is. Again, you've got to nourish yourself and feed yourself, feed your spirit, feed your mind, good things, positive things, and all of that. Just like with the social media, a lot of it, I'm involved in a lot of groups, so and I have a lot of friends who are very positive. (laughs) But then there's those posts that come down the wall that are very divisive and hate-filled. And I don't even respond to them. I just keep scrolling by. It's my it's my choice. We all have a choice. It's my choice to fire up into that and then get myself angry and upset, just like many other people are doing and fighting, just like with politics and things like that. Or it's my choice to go on by and read something that's more positive for me because I can allow the negative things to affect me or I can nourish myself and lean toward the positive. And that's going to be what makes things better for you in your life at any given moment on any given time. Yeah. And, you know, the reason we're talking about this today, uh, for those of you just tuning in, is because we're in a real life scenario. You know, Terry and I are talking about something that's real for us, right? You know, the idea of you can knock me down, right? But if you don't knock me out, I will rise again. I'm Mm -hmm. the person that you can knock me down, but you will not knock me out. There's just Mm -hmm. something, you know, there's that rocky spirit in all of us. And, you know, we're talking about the value of the human spirit in this. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to take you on a journey of the value in the human spirit And some of the principles that Carrie has created to help us understand just how powerful we are. It's like my friend Matt James used to say, whatever you think you are, Pat, you're more than that. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Some people dream of freedom before they know it even once. What happens when we find ourselves in unimaginable freedom? Retired, children are grown, we've moved on from caregiving, and don't know what to do with all that time you never had before. Well, it's your life. It's up to you now. On the hit new show, Fresh Courage, it's your time to shine with host Sharon Rolfe on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You just fade away. That's right. If you need to know why we're still standing, you just fade away. Away. (laughs) Perfect song, Benny. Thanks. I'm telling you. Thank you, Benny. Thank you for kicking that up. Uh, Terry J. Walker is in the house. You know, today, one of the things we're talking about here in the I Am Power Hour, and it is about soul stretching. You know, you can't make this stuff up. What Terry, what you're sharing, Terry, is a story that is a portion of your journey. And that portion of your journey is exactly like you described. When you go through a series of life events, and some folks listening to this, you're not working today. You know what it's like to be in one place one day and then the next day to have a whole nother series of things in your life. But when you do, what do you do with them? There are habits we have that if we don't address them and we don't change them, there is more complicated, complex scenarios I got to tell you, I got a couple friends and all they talked about today, you would think, well, maybe we're talking about, you know, COVID-19, coronavirus, right? Maybe we're talking about that. A lot of people were talking about the primary for sure. Uh, And, you know, kudos to Joe for, you talk about a comeback kid. You talk about knock me down. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. they're talking about The Bachelor. Mine is saying that. The Bachelor. And I think Linda even watched The Bachelor last night. And I said, well, what were you, what was it about that that got your attention this year? And she said, 
I think it was Peter's mother. And I said, well, well, what about the mother? And so we had a conversation about that. And I ended up saying to her, you know what? Here's the thing. Try to hurt somebody that we love, right? Whether it's a child or a spouse or a best friend, try to hurt them. And what comes out of us is this innate nature to be protective in whatever way we can. And that's the same for what you and I are talking about. Mm -hmm. When you get knocked down, you're at a choice point in your life. Right. Right. You can hide away in your closet or you can rise up. But in order to rise up, you better be breaking some of them snooze button habits. Tell us about them. We talked about that yesterday and we kind of started out with where you just came from there about fear and what fear does to you. And you can face everything and rise or you can fear everything and run. So those are those are pretty, pretty good, you know, analogies of of what fear can do to us and and the what happens of whichever route we choose to take because we've been given the free will to make those choices. But we also have habits that maybe we aren't aware of, or maybe we are aware of, but we don't know the tools or what to do to actually break some of those habits. And just like Zig Ziglar said at one point, habits start slowly, but before you know it, the habit has you. And so that's where you kind of fall out of maybe a little bit of your control of your thoughts and everything, because your body just starts running in this habitual way. And these are the things that you do. And we become a little more unconsciously aware of what's going on around us. We just get through our day in whatever aspect that has and our habits are all in there too. But we talked yesterday about break your snooze button habit for good. You don't have to practice that a time or two. <laughs> and so when we talked about it, I had them identify actually three habits. We we went through some some uh, scenarios of what maybe some poor habits might be, and then we went through some scenarios of maybe what some positive things that we do on a regular basis might right. be, whether it's exercise, proper nutrition, educating ourselves a little more, uh, learning more about what we need to do to expand and grow in our own particular lives. And then we talked about the feelings that surrounded those things. And predominantly, which is what we already know anyway, is when you start talking about your feelings and your emotional guidance system and around those types of habits, again, when you talk about the negative habits that might have been identified, what came with it was either fear-based words such as stress, anxiousness, or anxiety, you know, doubt, worry, guilt, (laughs) you know, those kinds of things. Well, if we're living our lives and not even identifying those things, then these these emotions are happening to us. And again, what happens to our body? Yeah. We're constricting or restricting our body. Yeah. So then we start looking at the better habits and the more improved habits and how we can we can lessen the the uh, the worse habits and start breaking them 
and identifying them and, and start raising the good things so that we can balance ourselves out and have a more productive life. And the feelings that surrounded the positive habits that came out in the group, as we knew, would be feelings of satisfaction, feelings of success, feelings of accomplishment, feelings of happiness. So there's a big difference in those feelings that we're, we're experiencing. So why can't we start working toward feeling those better, more positive feelings and, and working and becoming more consciously aware of what our habits are and what we're doing? You yeah. know, I learned and this is a simple thing. And for yeah. anybody that's watching, I hope that you try it. And it's just a brief, a brief analogy. But when you cross your hands, just like this, and I hope everybody can see it, identify which thumb is on top. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's just the normal way we would cross our hands. And if you're holding hands with your, your relationship. So, so what does that mean? Well, what is well, that? Tell me what you mean about the thumb. Well, let me show you. So oh. now let's take that and move that predominant thumb down and move your fingers down one, one, lock, one flip, notch. Flip it up. Flip it around. So we got this way as our normal way. Right. And we're going to move them down one and, yeah. and put the other one on there. Now sit there with that for a minute. Sit there with that for a minute, Dr. P. All right. It's the a little uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. That's a, that's a new habit. And that when we are breaking old habits and we want to get into new habits, there's going to be a little bit of uncomfortableness there. But if you sit there with it for a minute, you think this isn't so bad. Yeah. You can handle that's right. This. That's right. And so that's just a small analogy of some of the things that I can help you with as far as breaking your snooze button habit. Because these things are unconscious and sometimes we don't know what they are, but we dive into them with the soul stretching success and help you to identify them a little bit more. We talk about the feelings a little bit more and the emotions that surround it. And that's how we begin to move through. And that is principle number one, break your snooze button habit for good. Once we start working on that, then we grow and develop through the other 16 principles that we've developed. And then we move forward from there but it is alternate and life-changing and it's a more positive way of being, thinking, and doing. Again, yeah. the being and, starts within. And one of the things that you're talking about, which is so important to remember, is that we can't remember how we developed the habit to begin with, whatever it is, exactly. whether it was the hand crossing or something else, right? So we don't even have a recollection if learning that was uncomfortable to begin with, right? right? But clearly, the snooze button habit has so many layers of it. Right. And somebody said to me a couple of weeks ago, you know, who heard the show, uh, the one we did where we talk about the making of the I Am Power Hour, right? Yeah. And they said, well, what's so bad about the snooze button? And I said, well, I don't know that there's anything bad about it. What, what's wrong with keep hitting the snooze button is 
that obviously you set an intention to get up at a certain time. That intention isn't happening. So what is the ripple effect mm -hmm. of not doing what you said you were going to do? Because underneath all of that, that's where we run into difficulty, whether it's changing a habit or whether it's taking out the trash. Right. Right. And that's um, what we talked about yesterday, too, mm -hmm. with when we push that snooze button habit and, and they all identify it. Absolutely. It starts with a P word and it's called procrastination. Uh -oh. And we are stuck in that all the time. We're procrastinating getting up because we don't want to get up. And that's how we start our mornings. And then we're behind. And then our whole day when we get to work and they identified, I'm cranky. I'm, a, you know, I'm in a bad mood. I'm stressed. I'm this, I'm that. And your whole day started that way. And you know what the irony of it was? Then I asked them, when your clock goes off in the morning, when your clock goes off in the morning, do you lay there for a minute <laughs> and have a moment of gratitude and appreciation and set an intention for your day. Mm -hmm. There were over a hundred people in that room. And I asked them that if anybody did that, raise your hand. One. One raised their hand that when they first wake up in the morning, when your mind is the slowest and the calmest that you will be. Yeah. Barring you've pushed that snooze button, have it five times, <laughs> push that snooze button five times and you're, you're aggravated now because you're going to have to get up, but is the calmest and the most peaceful your mind and body will be at that moment to set the right intention for the day and have the gratitude you need to start your day. Because if you don't have gratitude for what you have right now, absolutely. What makes you deserve more? We're going to take a short break because when we come back, I interviewed this woman and I got this book and it came across my desk and I wasn't going to interview her. Oh yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I was like, Linda says you have to interview her. And I said, really? The only little prayer you need, seriously, <laughs> one prayer, the only little prayer. Uh, and I, th I thought it cannot be for real. And so then I got the book and then I did the interview. And what I found about the only little prayer you need is exactly what you just said. But it's so profoundly important when we come back. Why? Why would we thank God, spirit, whatever you refer to, the universe? Your, why would we thank it for something bad that happened? Let's take a short break. We'll talk to Terry about that one. We'll be right back. <laughs> What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. 
Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www.DivinelyDrivenResults.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy Obear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy Obear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on soul wisdom abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on transformationtalkradio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at jenniferbloom.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Living a richly abundant life sound too good to be true? Listen in to Richly Abundant Women with Julie Steelman on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Embrace a vibrant future of breaking free financially and creating a richly abundant life filled with prosperity and growth. To learn more about Julie Steelman and Richly Abundant Women, visit www.juliesteelman.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. So good to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Yep. Uh, the I Am Power Hour, Soul Stretching Success. I get to hang out with Terry J. Walker. Today we're talking about you can knock me down, but if you don't knock me out, I will rise again. The value of the human spirit that each and every one of us has. Um, you know, Terry, for you, this is not changing. You are still living in your community. Uh, there are things happening on the street. Uh, people are without homes, right? Yes. They have literally been knocked down. But based on what we see in the headlines, they have not been knocked out. No. What do you see as the rise in the human spirit that is literally helping that community heal? Love. That's the, that's the overwhelming power of everything. It gives me chills just sitting mm -hmm. here thinking about it and and making me tear up because uh, that's the power that will overcome anything yeah and will. the kindness of people and the acts of kindness and the help of the people that came when needed and showed up 
they probably, the people that weren't affected that still showed up may have had other plans for the day. They may have had other plans and things that they wanted to do. But out of love and kindness and decency, they showed up here. We That morning I woke up, we had no water. I had nothing, you know, as far as power or any of that kind of stuff. But they started coming that day to help pick up, to help. They brought food. They brought snacks. They brought drinks. I mean, everything in our refrigerators, for those of us who who may have not had tremendous damage, we lost uh, everything that was refrigerated. Uh, they brought us things to eat and water to drink. The lady I, I put on my Facebook, there was a lady that came by and asked me if I wanted something to eat or anything, if I oh. needed anything. And I said, I'm okay, but what I want you to do is go down there around the corner and find the people that are more devastated than I am to help them. And she looked at me and she said, I do want to do one thing with you. And she said, first, I want to thank you for saying that. And I said, and she said, can I pray with you? Mm. Which stopped me in my tracks. So I want to thank that lady who stopped that day and offered me something. I sent her to a more dire area around the corner in my neighborhood because she had just gotten up here and she asked to pray with me and to give me strength and to give us all strength. There's power in prayer. I believe that, but I will tell you that the love and the kindness yeah. and the generosity and the help of my neighbors, my strangers, anybody that came up here to truly help, that is the overpowering emotion, overwhelming emotion and feeling and will always win. Love will always win, no matter how disastrous, how torn up, how many tornadoes come through the power of love. I think people could see that too in the talk you did yesterday. Yes. You know, they could see that this was a conversation that, uh, uh, you know, one of the things said to me by, by one of my mentors, you know, when I thought I knew it all back then was you can't take somebody, Pat, to a place you haven't gone yourself. And I thought, now, what could she mean by that? Well, I had never really been sick at that point in my life, right? I had been healthy as an ox for the most part. Right. And then I was, and then I got sick in 2004. And I truly got the meaning of that, right? It was very easy for me to look at other people and say, what, look, why can't you go cut the lawn? Right, Pop? Why, you know, like, why can't you, right? But you were not in their shoes. And I think what you're bringing to the forefront is a message because you've been in so many different pairs of shoes. And now you have a new pair. Yes. <laughs> reinvent, reinvest, mm -hmm. rebuild. Start your new chapter. Yeah. And make this one better than the one before. 
Absolutely. You can't can't change the past, but you have the power of now to change the now to have a better future. And that's my message yesterday. And that's my message today. We all, if we are still here and we are still breathing, we still have a purpose. I love it. Terry J. Walker. Terry, thank you so much. Please give folks information about uh, how they can listen to your show, about you, about your coaching program, all of the above. Well, I've got the Soul Stretching Success coaching platform. I'm doing motivational and keynote speaking uh, training, uh, business training and leadership training. And you can find me at I am terryjwalker.com. I'm thrilled with the new website. And my phone number is 888-426-7697. I have a message to give. Contact me. I'll help you in any way I can. I love you. Mm -hmm. And this is all about that soul stretching. Terry, thank you so much for today. Thank you, Dr. Pat. I want to thank Benny. I want to thank Olivia. I want to thank all the people out there that tune us in and turn us on. You know, remember, you too can break that snooze button habit. The I Am Hour is over, but the I Am Power possibilities continue. Thanks for tuning in to the I Am Power Hour, soul-stretching success with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, feeling pumped? You know it. Tune in next time to flex your I Am muscles and supercharge your soul-fueled success. Let's create greater, aspire higher, live a whole lot larger because everything you've held in your heart's desire is coming to you right now. Make sure you listen to all of our shows and check it out at soulstretchingsuccess.com. See you next time. See you next time. Yeehaw! Yeah. <laughs> Let's roll.